Lennon, tell me your favorite thing about me, about your mama. Um, that you give good snuggles and you love me. Oh, that's good. But you didn't come out of my belly. How do I give such good snuggles? Because you just are good. Who, who was the first snuggle you had? You. I was. What's your th- favorite thing about mom? That she stays home with me. Oh, What's your least favorite thing? <laughs> What's your least favorite thing about mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, that she yells. She yells. <laughs> What's your least favorite thing about me? Uh, Don't be crazy about this. Hint. <laughs> least favorite thing? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing, yeah. Nothing's your least favorite thing about me? Uh-uh. Perfect. Good answer. Trained you well. It's the gayest part of your day. Sit back and grab a shout And now we're recording because it's red. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Out to Adult. This is Katie Cleary here, and I have with me Nikki and Jen Hunter from Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Both of them, Alabama. And we are going to learn their story of how they fell in love and came to be this adorable little lesbian couple. They have been together for 17 years and they have a nine-year-old? Seven. Seven. What? Only seven. Just acting like she's nine. (laughs) And they have a seven-year-old daughter, Lennon. Something I forgot to say is like if you misspeak, you can just start the sentence over. Is that because we're from the south? No, 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 no. It's I do it starting over. I do it all the time. We didn't get your dictionary for southern accent. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's fine. I, you know, I spent seven years in Massachusetts. Fun fact: the first person I ever met from Boston who had like a legitimate Boston accent was on a baseball team that I was on when I played in Australia, and we all met at the hotel. And this girl was talking. I'm like, why? is this Australian player in our team meeting? (laughs) Like, what is going on over here? And it took me like several hours before I was like, you're American with that accent? What are you talking about? And to this day, like that girl, shout out to Ash Cook, like thickest Boston accent I've ever had. Do they say car keys like khakis? Yes. And (laughs) what's fun is like the pants, the tan colored pants and the keys to your car, they say the same thing, khakis. Uh-huh. It's the same uh-huh. word. It's the same tone. It's like, are you saying car keys or khakis? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. Where do you guys want to start? Well, picture it. 2003. <laughs> well, I was living in Kentucky at the time. This is Jen. This nope, is Nikki. Sorry, this is Nikki. <laughs> When you've been together so long, we just start looking like, no, this is Nikki. So I was living in Kentucky, 2003. It was my 24th birthday, August 3rd. So I went to Nashville for my birthday. And Jennifer just happened to be in Nashville, same bar and everything for her friend's birthday. So Kismet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a cool bar. It was, you know, three, it had like a a country western part, an alternative section, like to dance, dance club, I guess. And then um, a drag queen drag bar. Oh, nice. What's the name of the bar? We can plug it. it. Well, it was called Connections. It's shut down now. Yeah, it's, Mm. it's, you know, that was a small time ago. Yeah. Well, you know. Wait, Connections? (laughs) That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
August 3rd, I was with a friend. It was his birthday, a good friend of mine. But August 3rd was also my ex-girlfriend who I had left the year prior. It was also her birthday. Of course it was. Shout out to the Leos. Yeah. (laughs) So there was a lot of things about August 3rd. So my niece and nephew were born August 3rd. Okay. Which was three years after my, um, not three years, several years after my mom passed away on August 3rd. Oh, no. Isn't it crazy? And then... Your stepmom's birthday. My stepmom's birthday was August. 3rd. And my stepmom's birthday is the same day as her birthday. So it was just so like these crazy. She's the same birthday as my stepmom, and I have the same birthday as her stepmom. Yeah. That's weird? cool. It's just that weird. Crossed over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, interesting. But anyway, so we're in the bar. We're um, we're actually in the drag part, and you know, I'm standing there, and I just was like looking around, and I happened to look back, and. She smiled at me, but, you know, I was drinking, so I wasn't sure how cute she was from the distance. And (laughs) so I asked my brother, because my brother took me out. I said, that girl's looking at me. Is she cute? And he he was like, yeah, she's cute. I was like, okay. So I look back, and I make eye contact with her. Well, she's smiling at me, but also the guy she's standing with is smiling at me. And I'm like, wait a second. Oh, no. That's not how this goes, you know, because I wasn't sure. But then when I walked over, he's like, hey, girl. And I was like, okay, okay, this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the limp wrist and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... I said, can I buy you a drink? And she said, you don't buy drinks here. And she's like, can I just get two? I mean, she just already had this thing going on. So, I mean, she didn't even, have, I didn't have to buy her a drink because she just knew how to get free drinks. So <laughs> That's awesome. I said, girl, you don't buy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but I know, I'm, I don't want to sound cliche and I don't know. I always make fun of people that are like soulmates and stuff mm-hmm. and everybody believes different things, but I'm not lying. When I talked to her and I stood there, I just, I literally, I didn't scare her away. I said, can I have a hug? Like, I seriously feel like I know you. Oh, wow. And she said, okay. So she gave me a hug and it was just like, we're inseparable. Right. Don't you think? That's awesome. <laughs> and how long, how long were you talking? Like <clears throat> two minutes. Really? That yeah. Passed? No, I promise. No, it, it was probably, it wasn't even 10, one of these like eight minutes. hour dates. No, no, it was late too. 10 that to 15 point, minutes. Probably. And then we were dancing and, um, she gave me her number and, I went back to Kentucky and she went back to Alabama and, you know, it wasn't. Okay. Geographically speaking, five, five hours, hours apart. Yeah. Five okay. hours. Five yeah, hours apart. Five hours. Yeah. So. I had a goal that night to give my, there, there wasn't a lot of online dating at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Not a lot of. So I was going to give my number to 20 people. Right. Wow. And then the ratio of how many people actually called me, maybe that would be 10. And then yes. I would weed out from the 10. Right? That's a high, that is a high ratio. And I love the confidence. Right? There was no swiping left and right no. at that time. It was like, okay, hand my number out and see what comes back. Well, now you swipe, but before you used to just walk into a bar and you could just dismiss a whole bar full of people just that's by right. looking yeah. at them. Yeah. Now you actually have to swipe left to get your thumbs right. involved. Yeah, so that's what I was doing, was visually swiping left and right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as I'm walking. And you know, swiped is right. It, is it right? It's right. Okay, okay. so I swiped right. <laughs> visually. visually. We, don't, we definitely don't know about swiping. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I didn't give my number out. I'll, I'll, only that one. Oh. Yeah, only that mm-hmm. one. And I told her three days. You have to wait three days or you seem desperate. Did you say yeah. that right to and her? And it was three days, too. She really waited I waited. Days. It was the longest three days How of my life. How hard was that? Day. Yes. Every day I was like, okay, 
she said three days, so I must wait three days. And then did you call her? Did you text her? No, I called because I don't really remember texting was a big thing at the it time. It was kind of new. Yeah. Um, we still have flip phone mm-hmm. phones, but I mean, you know, you had to, to get to the letter L we had to, or whatever, oh, yeah. you know, you're like hitting the button three times. So, yep, yep. but no, I did. I called her and I remember I was sitting, I was living with this guy at a time, a friend, and uh, I called her. I was in the hallway and I was just so nervous and, but I called oh. her and- because the hallways where you got signal. Yeah. Right? That's, that's <laughs> yep. probably. Yep. It's probably T-Mobile. Yeah. It was T-Mobile. Yes. You had to lay just right. right. You know? Did yeah. you have that old razor flip flow? Yes. The, the, yes, with the like pink and the flowers on it. Yep. And then you could get the black. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> that same phone. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I, I called her. Um, so we met on my birthday, August 3rd. I called her three days later. And when did I come visit you? No, a couple weeks. A couple maybe. weeks, and but I was I moved to Alabama by November. Oh wow! Yeah, and I she said, okay, look, here's the deal. I'll sell my motorcycle. You come down, and we'll find you a job. We I live with a roommate. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So I did. I was like, okay, I had everything in my little Honda Civic. And you like <laughs> moved in with her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like with her. <laughs> I'm like, this is for real because I don't know anybody in Alabama, you know. So here I am, one person. Yes, that's all you need. Yeah, I mean, we made it work. I was I did. A, few odd and end jobs and she works mm-hmm. for a big retail corporation company mm-hmm. i don't know if we're allowed to say names but um do they currently have toilet paper in stock no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep we're working on it but anyway so um uh, after about what was it, about six months or so I, I got a job there okay so i worked at the same we rode together to work we lived mm. together i mean it was just it was crazy i think you we merged. had it was crazy like it was just natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we were in a good place to, like, we were, we were, we had both had relationships and we mm-hmm. knew what we wanted. Like, I, after my last girlfriend, I was like, I am, I'm staying single for life. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm in Alabama. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Never that's mind. That's awesome. Well, that's all it takes is as soon as you meet someone, you're like, nope, this is right. This feels right. Yeah. And especially when the conversation is so easy i think that's one of the biggest things is if you can't have a conversation with someone super easily it's not worth being with them yeah Yeah. but when i met her when i met jennifer i was super closeted like i was scared to be myself Mm -hmm. and my mother made it very hard but she told me she's like i'm just going to tell you now if you're not going to be who you are and Mm -hmm. you be proud of who you are this is never going to work and she said if you ever ask me to marry you because we talked about marriage, of course, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it was three months in. We're like, we're right, married. Yeah, yeah, you're late. You're late. Like, we've been together for three months. If you're about to ask me to marry you. <laughs> which, which, remember, uh, gay marriage was not legal right. anywhere, but a couple places. You mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't remember exactly where, but definitely not Alabama. But Massachusetts was the only Massachusetts. place. Yeah, I think so. And Canada. Canada got it early. Right. But she told me, if you're not going to be able to call your mother and mm-hmm. say, I'm marrying this woman. She's like, then don't ask me because I'm, the answer will be no. So I, I asked her to marry me. And mm-hmm. that was in 2004 on 4th of July. And I called my mom on the way home. And it was very hard. And my mom, you know, his first reactions like, what do you mean you asked her to marry? You can't even get married. I mean, it was just negative. Yeah. So, And where does that come from? Is she super religious? Just she, she says she no. <laughs> ah she's one of those (laughs) (laughs) been there yeah yeah um yeah no she's not religious but 
She knows the Lord. <laughs> she knows the Lord. In a, hmm. I think it's more about what others are going to think. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's even her or way what she feels or how she feels about Nikki or how she feels about us. I think it's more about appearance mm-hmm. and everybody around you, like what they're going to think about your family or yeah. You know, and really, she's the only you. one that I've struggled with until Lennon was born. Mm-hmm. It was it was hor- it was hard. I mean, and we were together almost ten years before Lennon was born. And my pa- my other, my dad, and my stepmom, mm-hmm. and my aunt, and my my grandmother, who was born and raised in Mobile, Alabama, yeah. she was like, "Oh, that's fine. I love you, no matter what. I know you did not decide this. You were born this way." And I'm just like, the one person mm-hmm. I was most scared of disappointing yes. loves me and appreciates me. Of course, she's got my grandfather on you know on the other line. And he's like. Well, can I ask you a question? I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) sure. You know, because it could be anything. (laughs) Oh, it was. He's like, have you ever tried the man? And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, Grandpa, please don't ask me this. (laughs) I was like, yes. He's like, well, maybe you need to try another. (laughs) (laughs) That just one wasn't right for you. Oh, man. I came out to my grandparents in an email. That my mom sent them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like, you may have heard about uh-huh. Katie by now. <laughs> and the whole thing was just like one liner after one liner after one liner. And, and, and then it ends like, and if you're still alive or at the very least are clenching your chest in horror. <laughs> That's funny. Well, my mom will tell you, well, I always knew at a young age you were going to be a lesbian. I'm like, and you made it this hard for me? And you didn't tell me? You didn't introduce me to my first gay person until I was 18? Well, my first girlfriend was 10 years older than me. And Mm. it wasn't even somebody I would really like. It was just like the first lesbian I met. And I'm like, availability. you know, let's try this, you know? Yeah. (laughs) How were you able to have the confidence to say, don't even bother marrying me if you can't be your authentic self? I think it was just, I was to a point in my life where I was just like, Okay, if we, even in me, mm-hmm. like if I am not comfortable, like let's don't say we're getting married yeah. until we're comfortable because it was still uncomfortable. Oh, even, for sure. Even once we got married, there was mm-hmm. still something uncomfortable about it. So it was like, until we can say we're married, mm-hmm. I don't want to be married and then be secret. Like what's the point of marriage at that point? Right. Right, because we didn't. Hell, we didn't have anything, so it wasn't like marrying for mm-hmm. a contract. It was marrying to to show our love to the world. Right, right. That's the only thing we had. It wasn't married for a contract because we had nothing. Mm-hmm. So marriage was to you know show our love. So yeah. if we're not able to do that, then why even do it at that point? I mm-hmm. like that. And so then, did you wait for it to become legal everywhere? Well, uh, we had a ceremony at. This is Nikki again. Um, <laughs> at my at my my dad and my stepmom were like so excited. My whole dad's side of the family was just ecstatic. And there awesome. and my my stepmom's like, we will have the wedding at our house. And so, you know, it was a ceremony and I mean not legal marriage. We didn't legally get married until we moved to California in 2014. Yeah. So so we were together for almost eleven years. Yeah, holy union or something like that. It was called. It was some kind of not a civil union? Not a civil union. We was had a certificate of holy union. It was a. Yeah, that's was, interesting. Yeah, and we weren't. We're not even religious, so. Right. Well, she used to be, but it know. was the best that we could do at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, and that was fine. It was we would. Yeah. We told everybody we're married because I mean we were. I mean. Right. You know, common law. What is it? Five years in Alabama. Eight years. We didn't get legally married until when we moved to California yeah. in 2014. That's good. I mean, that so you were ten able- years later. Ten years later, we were able to legally. 
get married. Now, did you ever have any issues like where one of you were in the hospital or anything and like legal decisions needed to be made? Was that ever a worry that you guys had to deal with? Well, she was in the hospital um, for undiagnosed ruptured appendix. Ooh. And, but in there. It, it was crazy because they didn't, the people were so nice to us. And it was like, they were like, you know, okay, is she, who is she? And I was like, this is my wife, you know? And mm. they're like, oh, okay, you, okay. So, I mean, it, it, we never felt uncomfortable. Oh, it that's was, great. Yeah, which was, it was crazy because there was a lot of times we did feel uncomfortable, like in other situations. Mm. And I think we always turned a blind eye to it also. It was really easier being women in the South, being together than it was to be male or interracial. That's mm. much more difficult in the South than it is to be two women together. Really? Mm-hmm. That's sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. I would not have thought interracial would still have that kind oh, yeah. of stigma, but yeah. I can see it. Yeah, even more so than being than two women. Two women, even two men. Yeah. Oh, two men. No, like that. That's still not even accepted in populous cities. I think too. Right. Yeah. Which is horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Okay, so you're all in Alabama. Mm-hmm. You lived there, had your own house. Did you put both your names on the deed to your house? Did we do that? Probably not, because I'm like, did we do that? Did I sign? <laughs> you would have remembered signing for Maybe. like an hour and a half. I feel like we we did. I feel like we did. I don't think the first house we did. Probably not the first one. Me. But yeah, we had a three houses in Alabama because we lost our second one to a tornado. Mm. So how to, was that? Yeah, wonderful. Well, she had PTSD. <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer had PTSD from it because she was actually home when it happened, and <gasps> I was at work. So I had come. Home. It took me two hours to drive twelve miles just mm-hmm. to, because everything was down. Did it, it just come out of the blue, or you didn't no, have warning? No, or no, no. What? no, we had warning. It was the one that I mean. And you were like, <laughs> I'm just going to still go to work anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's the south. <laughs> this girl, the south. <laughs> she's like, I'm studying. I'm like, peace out. I'm, there's a it's, break in tornadoes. I'm headed to work. <laughs> there's it's a norm. <laughs> in between tornadoes. I mean, oh, no. th- this was like one that was seriously like on record of ever like mm-hmm. being one of the biggest ones in history. But in it the was, south, it's normal. Right, but we didn't know it was going to be that big at the time. So, I mean, you know, what was crazy is I'm watching, like, as soon as I got to work, they put us in in the shelter, which was the break room, Mm -hmm. and I'm watching the camera, and the camera is on the water tower, which was really at the end of our street. Oh, no. And I'm, like, watching it, and it gets wiped out, and I'm still kind of confused, like, why did that just go out? And then it was, the crazy part is, she called the front desk at at work and said, our house has been hit, but tell Nikki I'm okay. And then no phone lines were working ever oh, anymore. No. And I'm like freaked out. But at least you got that. Right. So. Wow. But yeah, she was fine. House neighborhood was completely demolished. Yeah. When the phones go down, there's no hope. Mm-mm. I was in Boston for the marathon bombing oh, and yeah. you could not get calls in after about 15 minutes from the blast. You could not get calls in or out Isn't that for scary? hours. Yeah. And all you could hear was sirens for hours. Sirens back and forth, taking people to the hospital. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, So that was 2011. 2011. So The tornado. Mm -hmm. So Lennon was born in 2012. We actually, so we can start, we can go to that. Um, We tried with Jennifer, um, probably starting in like 2008, you'd say? Ish. And found out it's probably best she not try. She doesn't have too many female problems. So I was like, 
<laughs> I didn't sign up for this in the relationship. Oh, no. yeah. Well, listen, you, you've, you've got the oven. You might need to use right. it. No. That was the other clause. You tell everybody you're marrying a woman and you're having a baby. <laughs> oh, no. no. In, the, in the dotted line. I, I didn't see that fine print. No. So um, so we went and uh, did IVF. Mm-hmm. And uh, we tried. For Jennifer first or? Well, we did um, IUI, which mm-hmm. is, you know, they don't do it's They just. It's Put basically the, just inseminating. Yeah. yeah. It's the turkey baster mask. Yes. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Intrauterine insemination. Yes. I don't know how many times, but multiple, multiple. times. With Several me. months. Several, yeah. But, we, but yes. I think we did it over a couple of years. Probably because we kept, she was in college at the time. So um, we would put a halt on it. Like, okay, well, it's not working. We'll wait just a little while longer. And, you know, I mean, we were still in our 20s at the time. And then we decided, you know what? It's apparent that you're not going to be able to have children. So let's wait until you're completely done with school. And then... Our goal will be I'll have it mm-hmm. and I'll stay at home and you can support us. And she's like, okay, let's do it. So you, you I just was, got, you got the back end <laughs> of that contract. You just added a separate clause. <laughs> we'll not have to work. <laughs> oh my God. I would rather go and work. No, I'm just kidding. But um, listen, kids are great, but they're a lot. Uh-huh. They're so, so much, but, but we did. We, so we waited and I was pregnant when she graduated and, um, uh, now we have a seven year old. So, That's awesome. Yeah. How did it work with you quickly? Was that? No, it probably took about a year. Okay. Probably. We started out with IUI and then I w- it wasn't taking. So they gave me a fertility drug. And they Can would- you walk us through the process for some folks yeah. who are not familiar with that? Like, what does that take? And okay, so IUI is intrauterine insemination. That's just the turkey baster method. Mm-hmm. They use Made famous on L word. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yes. Everyone. And then I, what's the other one? In vitro? In vitro. Which is IVF, which is what we did. But we started out with IUI, um, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't even getting pregnant, so they gave me some Clomid, which is a fertility drug. To, like, increase the amount of eggs you produced. And they monitor you, so when you get the Clomid, they will check you to make sure you don't have, you know, you don't become Octomom. Right. So when they gave me the dose... Is that the dog? Or Lennon? Oh my gosh! What is that? You keep talking. Okay, um, should I keep talking? Yeah, you could. We're just gonna go check on what that noise is here. We're sending Jen. It's the dog. What's the dog's name? Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's a mobster. He's a mobster. Well, he sounds like he he's sounds like he's beating someone up. His hair is. <laughs> yes, you'd have to send me a picture of him too, so I okay. can put it on For our sure. Instagram. Oh, this will be a great time to plug our show. If you'd like to hear any more questions from any of our panelists that you've ever heard on the show or any that you might have seen on my Instagram, you can email us at outtoadult at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at adultout. And please just share your show. Nikki, what do you think of the show? I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to get you some new listeners because I'm just going to tell everybody. Hey, yes. listen, don't listen to just my story. Listen to all of them. They're great. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And you can send it to the South. We only have, we have some listeners in Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Georgia. Well, my family's in Georgia. I'll definitely get them to listen. I have a cousin in Florida. I don't know anybody. Oh, you know what? Actually, we have a friend, a couple of friends in Alabama that will probably listen nice. to it. So we can get Alabama on the radar. Yes, Alabama. I don't think that you listen to us yet. I might be able to get some Kentucky. If you are already in these states and you listen to us, definitely let us know because I'm not giving you enough credit. Yes, Kentucky. (laughs) Oh, I was supposed to be in Kentucky right now, but because of this virus, they canceled my trip. I was supposed to go to a safety convention in Nashville. Mm. That's Tennessee. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> it was last year that They're I was so small. They were just run together. <laughs> Terrible. How strong is this moonshine? It's not. <laughs> she is drinking out of her mason jar. It's a cider, though, guys. But yeah, it's a mason jar. Hold on. No, I was supposed to be in Nashville, Tennessee, um, right now, but oh. they canceled it. That's where yeah. we met. Yeah. yeah, the oh, city of love. I would have gone it. and been like, "This used to be the site of connections, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Back in my day." <laughs> okay, so is the noise all settled? Yes. Great. Um, okay, IUI, <clears throat> IVF. Right. So I got I took the fertility drug, and so they went to monitor me, monitor me to check to see, and I had thirteen eggs. No. Oh. So they're like, "Okay, we cannot inseminate because it's you know." Because you'll have seven kids. <laughs> right. So they said, here's your option. IVF. So they're going to remove the eggs mm-hmm. and they'll only keep the good ones. They'll fertilize them with our donor. Mm-hmm. And they will only, they only keep the, they graded them like a school paper, like A, B, C. And yeah. they only kept A's, which, you know, to help with birth defects and things like that. Well, and they can, at that point, they can just take a look at the egg microscopically and see, make sure it's like forming right. right. Like they, right. they can actually measure things. And right. even at that stage, they can tell if it's going to be a girl or a boy. Did you know that? Well, no. Like, did they tell you? No. Or? They can? See, it's, we didn't know. Yeah. Now they can. I don't know she, if seven or eight was, years ago. Yeah. So they took 13 eggs out, six inseminated, but three were only good. Okay. So we'd put two in with linen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came, and then when she was six months, we tried again, and it didn't work. So I was like, completely fine. Like, yeah. We got one because we thought, okay, this is our last try. If this doesn't work, we'll adopt. You know, there's plenty of kids yeah. that need homes. Oh, totally. So we got her after. Over the years, though, we tried all kinds of things. Um, fresh donors, friend donors, mm-hmm. yeah. IUI, IVF, yeah. various doctors. Yeah, and the crazy thing is we were driving from Huntsville, Alabama to Birmingham, Alabama Mm -hmm. for the fertility clinic. So this is 86 miles. And the doctor, my OBGYN in Huntsville, came in the office and was like, oh, my God, I went to college with the guy that inseminated you. I mean, this is how small Alabama is. It's like, (laughs) oh, my God, okay, 100 miles away, and we're the only lesbians that are being inseminated. (laughs) You know, Nikki and Jennifer, that way. They know you off the top of their head. (laughs) So I was like, I think I have them. We're famous. (laughs) Yeah, we're famous. (laughs) That's fantastic. So um, it was, I don't know, when – being in the South, like I was, you know, I wasn't closeted when I was with her anymore, I, but I did, I did still struggle even to find myself saying I have a wife. But when mm-hmm. I got pregnant, I grew my hair out. You know, I have short hair. Um, I grew it out. I was trying to look more feminine, you know what I mean? And okay. like fit the part, I guess you could say. And Interesting. It was weird because, and and even when Lennon, I mean, Lennon was born, people just automatically assume we were friends. And, you know, and Mm -hmm. here, that's what I love about here is people automatically assume you're a couple. I go out with my sister and my niece and nephew and they think we're together. Uh We look Uh identical, you guys. But that's awesome Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's the other thing, the stereotype, because we, she has shorter hair, I have longer hair. Yeah, well, clearly she's the boy. She's the boy, (laughs) right? Um, I'm usually more feminine dressed longer hair so I'm the person who gave birth most of the people yeah. right if they don't know they're like oh my gosh it's a mini gin right yeah it's, it's a mini that's a mini interesting mini. Yeah. Um, they automatically assume that yeah. I had the child just yeah. because I look the more feminine part wow versus she has you know she gave birth to linen well if you have short hair you can't have a uterus right right <laughs> so. <laughs> exactly 
they take that out too. Uh-huh. Uh, that's interesting, but yeah. I guess that makes yeah, sense. People's pre- most, people's prejudices. Yeah, most people think that I gave birth to her. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you catch that too, like. Oh, for you, sure. Like it happens often enough that you notice that this is a pattern. That's not cool. yeah. here. They'll even, you know how people are like, oh, looks just like you. Right? Yeah. They'll say that about her and I. Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't. She doesn't look, <laughs> she doesn't look anything like me, right. but maybe she does. Maybe she looks more like me than she does her, but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with who gave birth to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And being in the South, like I can remember going to the DMV. Mm-hmm. when Lennon was a baby like and we were I was holding her one of us was holding her and we're filling out paperwork the lady literally put her pen down and looked at us and just stared at us for a second and I like literally start sweating like I'm like oh my god what is she about to say because yeah. at this point you know hell she might be like you're not getting a license because you're gay you know I mean <laughs> oh, no. you don't right. know I mean and, yeah and that would be her constitutional right, right. <laughs> and she just said she pointed at us and she said which one of you had her and I'm just like Aww. and I said um I did and she's like well I support gay marriage. And I was like, <laughs> why am I okay with this? But yeah. thank you. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Like at this point, you're like, okay, thank you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, now I'll leave. But I mean, why is that okay? That's not okay. And, yeah. But we let it be okay because you're not in a safe space. You know, and you don't feel safe when you're in these small towns when you're the only. And also, at least that was a positive experience. Right, right, right. I mean, how many times do you introduce yourself and they're like, oh, you're gay? Uh-huh. Do you know Cheryl? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, is did, she plays softball, right? <laughs> like, Usually fuck. we do know them. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, actually we do know her. Oh, that one from Australia? No, I have no clue what you're talking about. But it's like, no, I, I know a gay person too. Like right. and people try and normalize it, and it's just like they're or panic. I love Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I had a cousin tell me, you look just like Ellen. I said, the lesbians don't all look alike because I look nothing like right. them. I have almost jet black hair. Or they're like, oh, you're a lesbian? Let me set you up with my cousin. Right. No, not how it works. <laughs> not how it works. Yes, all of those things are just, yes, too familiar. Too close to home. Yes, but when we came here to find a place to live. Came here to California. Came here to California um, to find a place to live. So maybe I should backtrack so I don't skip too far ahead. So... In 2014, they offered Jennifer a job here in Sacramento. Okay. And they said, take a week and go find a place to live. One week? Yeah. Oh, 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 like a vacation before you moved. Right. They weren't like, you start on Monday. No, 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 no. (laughs) They said, go. But, you know, this is a lot different than Alabama. Like, you can go drive around, and when you see a for rent sign, you call the person on the sign and say, hey, can we see your house? And they're like, be right over. Here, they're like, yes, can I schedule you for next week? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? We only have a week. So we settled for an apartment in Natomas because, you know, that was first city we came to when we got off the airplane but when i was we got off the airplane, yeah, we got off the airplane. <laughs> yeah they're yeah. not wrong guys the natomas is like on the way into sacramento <laughs> from the airport yeah well actually we went because where she works she works in woodland okay so when we we went to woodland no offense to people that live there but i was like this is way too much like alabama we're gonna keep on moving out you know <laughs> nice. so we we settled on a place in thomas but when we were here i was the creeper staring at gay people walking around holding hands like, or oh my god look look over there those two lesbians they're holding hands oh, it was look. amazing like uh-huh. i mean here i am what, what year was that 2014 so what was i 37 38 no, how was old am I? With it? I'm just saying I'm a grown ass adult. <laughs> yeah, like and you've I'm never, like, 
Mm-hmm. I'm like this little kid in a candy store, like, hi, can I be your friend? You're holding hands, yeah. you know? I mean, another lesbian. I mean, because we know people in the in the South that were in relationships long term and yes. still did not even nobody knew that. Mm-hmm. And it was sad. Like, how yeah. can you live like that? Yeah, but, and you can't tell when they go out, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, are you guys just mm-hmm. gym buddies? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, here people hold hands all the time. Oh, flashbacks. One of my very first ever dates, not even gay dates, because that's, <laughs> I just dated my first person when I was 18 and gay. We were on a date in old Sacramento and we passed this guy who was wearing one of those sandwich boards and handing out flyers about how all gay people are going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And he was following us down the boardwalk as we were going, like, cause clearly we were gay. We weren't even holding hands and like, my girlfriend tried to hold my hand and I was like, no, no, no. And then finally I just turned and he was following us and he starts yelling at us. And I, so I stopped and I turned around and we just made out right there on the corner in front of him. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yes. Just go screw yourself. Like, we did that once in our yeah. younger days at Atlanta Pride. We've got a good picture of nice. that at Atlanta Pride, the protesters. Yeah. And it was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Yeah. So we went right in front of the sign and made out and our friend snapped a shot on the nice. throwaway camera that we had to wait two hours to get developed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. You yeah. should frame that somewhere. We did we have, it, have it somewhere. Who knows where it's at? I don't know. Oh man, that's awesome. Okay. So yes, we can hold hands here in Sacramento, yes. in California, most places, maybe not like Yuba City or something. <laughs> but yeah, so Sacramento is fairly conservative as a city itself, but we're right next to San Francisco, which is like the birthplace of a gay person, I think. Right. No, it's not true, but they're pretty gay. <laughs> That's conservative is not conservative, what we know conservative. No, conservative, conservative California, is, I'm like, I can handle it. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, like true. people are like, hey, don't move to Roseville or Rockland is mm-hmm. super conservative, but we understand coming from Alabama what conservative really yeah i don't think california has any clue yeah they don't understand what but i love the bubble and i want to stay in this bubble (laughs) like that's what people say Mm -hmm. we kind of live in a bubble i'm like i love the bubble yeah can i we're protected by like nevada and utah (laughs) and new mexico and arizona just buffering us from the rest of the country yes yeah, it's not conservative. No. Okay, so then what's not- an example of conservative? So you like you mentioned your friends being together in long-term relationships and still nobody knows. So what other kinds of conservative things are the, is are folks in the south facing right now? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Jen, I feel like you got a story. <laughs> well, no, when you say conservative when you say conservative mm-hmm. about California, what do you mean? In that sense. So I think just a little bit more racist, but I also think that racism here in California looks very different than in the South Mm -hmm. or than any rural parts. And even if you go an hour or two north of Sacramento, you're going to get some conservative people, people who just like make off the cuff racist jokes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe not even realizing they're racist. Whereas maybe in the South, they, they know it's racist and they're going to tell you anyway, just to prove to you that they can say it. Yeah. And I think maybe here it means a little bit more fiscally conservative. Like mm-hmm. racism definitely still exists in California, but dear God, my, the most racist person I ever met was from Alabama and was talking to me about integration in the South and how mm-hmm. her daughter had to be bused to that Negro school. And I could not believe my ears mm-hmm. and eyes when she was saying that she was making us fried green tomatoes. I was 22 years old, sitting in a couch with a bunch of my friends. I'm like, this woman is real. 
mm-hmm. and thinks nothing that she's saying is wrong. Yeah. Nothing. That's probably still our family mm-hmm. to the majority mm-hmm. majority Your of our family. family. Yeah. And they they don't it's sad to say they don't realize, you know, there's like my mother said there's a lot of Orientals. I'm like Oriental's a rug. Like, yeah. you don't yeah. say that. No. That's racist. I said, right. it's Asian. And it's like, anytime somebody speaks Spanish, they're like, well, they must be Mexican. Right. It's like, you can't, why are you, there's why do you, but tons do you know, of countries that speak Spanish. Honestly, In though, Asian, we, there's lots of countries. I think conservative is a word that we used for racist, mm-hmm. white, yep. majority white, right? Yep. When we say that place is conservative, mm-hmm. it's, it's a nice way. It's a majority white yes. place. Yes. When conservative should be like, okay, they care about where their dollars are spent mm-hmm. and those things. Mm-hmm. But when we say, well, this place is more conservative, that means they're probably religious, they're mm-hmm. white, they're straight. straight. Yep. And it's like a warning. It's a warning to minorities. I right. think when you say, oh, just so you yeah. know, that place yep. is pretty conservative. When we were looking for a place to buy a home, that's what a lot of people would say. We'd look and like, oh, there's some nice homes in Roseville and mm-hmm. it's not too pricey. Or Folsom. Oh, we'd say Folsom. Folsom. Oh my yeah. gosh, we love Folsom. And they're like, yeah, it's probably too conservative. For you, uh, for yeah. you guys, yeah. So that's what that meant was, you know, mm-hmm. you're lesbians, right? You're mm-hmm. more liberal, yep. And liberal didn't mean in physical, right? Right. right. It, it means like <laughs> it meant they were okay with yes. minority people. Yes. Yes. So conservative means different things to different people, but I think mm-hmm. we use it in a way of, hey, that's almost bigots, right? Yeah. Um, when we say conservatives, we're talking about people that. Um, judge yeah judge others i think that that's a great way to say it and i do think that we use it as a warning mm-hmm. term mm-hmm. for other people yeah, like, because we don't oh. want to say bigot or mm-hmm. homophobes or right. whatever so we're like hey it's they're more conservative yeah <laughs> that's so, and nice we all know to sadly say. yeah mm-hmm. that's a that's a good point yep that's sad it's very sad yeah her dad's pretty conservative <laughs> <laughs> he talks as slow as the time ticks. I mean, oh, and no. it's always got Fox News on, and it's yes. just like we can't come here. We can't no. come here. And you know, we, we all always threw it to the to our you know to the blind side, gave a blind eye to it. And once Lennon was born, I was like, you cannot talk like that. Our child, yeah. we moved here when she was 15 months old. Okay. She knows California as home. Nice. She knows nothing. When she describes people, she describes them by their clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't say things that are even, she doesn't, her little mind doesn't understand that. And when she hears people she loves so much say these things, she's confused. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, so please, if for anybody, just do it for her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we tried to explain it to her. I went to March downtown this year for yep. and trying to explain to her that people, For the Women's March? No, or, for the Black History. Oh. For Martin Luther King. Okay. So when we went down there, she didn't understand what I was going for and trying mm-hmm. to explain it to her. She just was, her mind was boggled. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, people don't allow people of other colors to do certain things. or right. She just doesn't understand that. Yeah. Because she's never. Well, it's kind of like. She's well, always known, like, you know, she goes mm-hmm. to school and everybody's different colors right. and everybody gets to do the same thing and. So she doesn't and we can know. all be friends. Right. right. Yeah, she doesn't understand it. Well, it's like having her, we were in Pride this year for Jennifer's company, and we had her come with us and ha- hand out candy. And she's like, why are we doing this again? And yeah. I was, you know, trying to explain to her. And she's like, but that I don't understand. You know, she's seven, and she, people just love people, you yeah. know. 
So and t- having two moms is not unusual for her, mm-hmm. right? right. Yeah, I, I've asked her yeah. because I wonder, like, what do people say to her? Like, yeah. hey, does anybody ever ask you about having two moms? Or because mm-hmm. there will be a time, uh, right? She will have some negative experience, and hopefully, she's strong enough. Um, to understand how to navigate through that. But I've asked her, like, does anybody ever say anything to you about having two moms? And she's like, well, they just say, oh, I wish I had two moms. Yeah. And we were walking down the road the other day and we ran into some neighbors and she had the little girl that we were walking with knew Nikki from picking her up Mm -hmm. from school. But then she was calling me mama, like, oh, mama. And she looked at her and she's like, you have two moms. Yeah. And Lennon was just like, yeah. And so I was thinking, okay, where's this going to go? Yeah. You know? And then the girl's like, well, get this. I have four grandpas. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I got better than that, you know? <laughs> well, but get this. What, yeah. Well, that, but that's what kids yeah. think, right? It's like, it's no big deal. Like, yes. okay, well, I'm going to outdo you, you know? So, um, but I worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I worry about at what age does people decide yeah. that this is a problem and I'm going to address it with you mm-hmm. and you, right. And she's going to have to navigate through people questioning yep. us. And I think at this age, like she is still fairly young. Kids are not going to naturally have any kind of animosity or hatred towards that. Right. But if you go, you know, a little league parent finds out, then that angry dad is going to tell his son and then that kid is going to cause problems, right? Like it comes from the parents. It does not come from the kids. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My nephew is three and a half and this was his first year of playing soccer. So he was three. Obviously I'm gay. My sister's best friend is a gay man. (sighs) I know I have to keep keep breaking it to people on every episode. (laughs) Guys, I'm a lesbian. Been out for years. My sister's gay best friend lives with us also, and he does drag. And so there's like certain times on TV, like a boy will be dressed as a girl. And we're like, oh, Camden, look, it's like Douglas does. And he thinks nothing of it. It's like, yeah, okay. So Doug puts on a wig and goes out. Like he has no clue where Doug goes after he leaves the house, (laughs) but he just knows that he gets to put on makeup and wear a wig and dance around and has a blast doing it. And so one day at practice, Camden wanted to wear my fake bow tie that I wear for pride (laughs) as a headband. And so this little boy had a big ass rainbow (laughs) bow on his forehead, like not off to the side, like bam, in front on his forehead. And he wore it to practice. I was like, oh, you, uh, you're, um, you're going to run around (laughs) with that. And he's like, yeah, isn't it beautiful? You're right, but it is so beautiful. And the coach was so pissed that he wore it. But there's these two gay dads on the team and they saw Camden running up and they just had the biggest smiles on his face. They're like, buddy, we love your bow. And like, Camden doesn't care. The other kids (laughs) were jealous of it. He's this big ass bow the size of his head on him. Uh And it was just like this one coach was annoyed by it, like didn't get in the way of but playing. Why? Yeah. It's just because he's not used to seeing it, I'm sure. Yeah. He's yeah. probably conservative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that's horrible. I mean because right. he feels good in his bow mm-hmm. and he may feel good in his bow, but the moment he realizes that it's not okay to his coach, yeah. which, you know, I mean, you've talked about being a coach and mm-hmm. you know, and they look up to you. Yeah. And you can't crush a kid's dream like that. Because 
he has a bow on doesn't mean and he's not going to play know, soccer any ba- well, anywhere. Well, right. And you know that one day some kid is going to wear their ballerina tutu onto the softball field. And right. you're just going to let it happen. Yeah. yeah. Unless they're on high school varsity, that crap is not allowed. <laughs> and then you get old and you retire. You become an, you go play in an adult league and that's the fun tournament is when you get to get <laughs> dressed up. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we've covered a lot of stuff. This yeah. is going great, I think. Do your family members come out here? Like, have they experienced <laughs> California culture? They have come to visit so us more now that we no. live in California. Her family, yes. Yeah. I think I would say I'm estranged from my family. Okay. Yeah. Not because I'm a lesbian, <laughs> but because I think that, interestingly, they didn't disown me when I was a lesbian, mm-hmm. but I've disowned them from other things. Okay. Um, a lot of alcoholism. Mm. I come from a family of outlaws. All right. <laughs> outlaws. Okay. Hillbilly is that, outlaws. Is that where this moonshine came yes, from? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I think I dealt with a lot of things with my family until I had, or I had, mm-hmm. until we had linen, mm-hmm. until Nikki had linen, and then oh, I kind we. of it wasn't I me. separated from my family to keep her um, maybe protected. Do you think that having her is what gave you the strength to walk away? Like, I think had, so. I think so. And had you already been on the outs with them? I don't think, I mean, I think they've been, even my dad is still a kind of a part of us. Like mm-hmm. he'll send presents and, okay. you know, send some messages. But on he also tells Facebook. You, I know you're doing okay if I don't hear from you. You know, yeah. if, if he hears from you, then he, something might be wrong. Mm. But if he don't hear from you, then you he just takes that as a good He's sign. He's just conservative. Sure. <laughs> yes. It, there's just a point where, you know, you like, okay, somebody is not making you better anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I just have to go on. Yeah. Like, I know this is my family. I know this is my dad, but I don't want to talk about crooked Hillary anymore. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. talk about politics. And, you know, she'd be like, just go. It's just your dad. We're just going to, mm-hmm. you know, we're only there for an hour. And it's just like, I don't, I don't need this anymore. Like there's nothing positive coming out of this yeah. experience. We spend thousands of dollars to go to Alabama to visit mm-hmm. for a negative experience. And I'm just done with it. Yeah. Um, well, kudos to you for having the strength because yeah. I think, uh, honestly, my grandfather is like that. He's racist and yeah. homophobic, and oh, yet yeah, somehow good. I'm still his favorite, which, like, yes. <laughs> okay, g- great. <laughs> yeah. Go me. But he's draining, Absolutely. and he's not my father. Yes. And anytime I know that I have to see him, I have this feeling of dread for days yes. in advance. So I yeah. can't even imagine having to book a flight weeks in advance and yeah. then knowing that that's who I'm going to go visit for a week or whatever. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I've just reached the age where it's like, okay, if this doesn't make me better, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm just not well, going to do Well, her sister's anymore. more like her a mother figure because her mom passed away when she was so young. Mm. And, you know, when I met her sister, she was really great. Per- she, I mean, she was a great person, but mm-hmm. she's like really intervention bad of alcohol. If you ever and, watch Intervention, yeah. that's my sister. And like, she, um, she was... I could tolerate her until she started saying negative things when we were there. And I was like, okay, we can't be around this. Was it only when she was drunk or was it all the time? Or no, was she, she was drunk all the time? She was always time. drunk. Yeah. 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 So I think I could deal with it. Mm-hmm. But until we had linen, like when we had linen, it started making me see like, okay, these interactions are making me depressed for days after I talked yeah. to my sister and I'm not being my best for my daughter. Mm-hmm. So when it started taking away from that, I'm like, forget it. I don't need it. Doesn't make me better. Yeah. 
right? Like there was just a point where it's like, okay, I'm just going to cut all things off and everything and everybody that mm-hmm. makes me better and makes me feel better, then that's the people I'll be around. Yeah. But if you don't, then I'm sorry. It's like blood at that point doesn't matter. Like it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Blood is thicker than water, but love is thicker than blood. Absolutely. I think yep. that's a country song too. <laughs> well, my family loves her. Like, yeah. I mean, she's, that's excellent. You know, before my grandmother passed away, she would, you know, introduce us to her, you know, old lady friends and be like, this is my granddaughter. This is my granddaughter in law. And this is their baby that they Aww. had. And the old ladies are just staring at us like, how in the hell did that happen? <laughs> and my grandma didn't bat an eye. And, she probably would give a piece of her mind if she, if they did say That's anything, awesome. you know. And I, I mean, like it was amazing. But our family, my family, it's our family, you know, comes and visits us. My aunt, my dad, my stepmom, and my mom all mm-hmm. come at least once, twice a year. So That's good. That's yeah. a pretty good ratio. Yeah, and we try to go mm-hmm. once a year. I prefer them to come, but <laughs> well, yeah, buying three tickets to Alabama, that's not well. There's my no family, my, from... my dad and family are in Georgia, and my mom oh, okay. is in Indiana. So if I go to that side of the country, I can't go see one without the other, and it's mm. you know, it's just kind of annoying. But I, that's a logistical problem. Yeah, it's, it helps being in California. They want to come here, yeah. and go to the Golden Gate, run mm-hmm. Tahoe. We have cool like, things yeah. to see and do in California, <laughs> we and we have great weather most of the time. <laughs> yes, come on. Yes, for sure. And then you could be like, oh, we'll go spend a day in San Francisco and that way we're doing fun things and you're probably less likely to annoy me. That's right. right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that we've really opened our eyes. My my aunt's daughter is a lesbian and, you know, she asked me when... You when she your w- cousin? Yeah. My cousin, sorry. <laughs> my aunt's daughter? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, sorry. My cousin is, is You got a real Game of Thrones there. <laughs> <laughs> but she asked me before she came out, do you think that... I shouldn't say her name. I don't know if she cares. Do you think she's a lesbian? And I mm-hmm. said, yes, I do. Right. You know, and I'm like, be prepared. She is, yeah. you know, and, and and of course, my cousin always says, you you helped pave the way for me. Thanks, you know, and Nikki's the trailblazer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think, I think moving here is, I mean, well, moving here has opened our eyes. I mean, we saw how we were, I think we were, you know, just living, just living and being ourselves. But here we realized how bad we might have actually been when we moved here. It was like, oh my God, why am I thinking that way? That's, mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. we have a daughter. She can't think this way. So we've well, changed for the good. And mm-hmm. you have this internalized, it's not even homophobia because it's, I think it's just a fear. It's this internalized mm-hmm. self-protection mechanism mm-hmm. that you developed because that's all you knew. That's all you ever knew. And so when you go out and you experience a new culture, it's like, oh my God, this is what it could be like. And I don't think enough people travel. I think more people should travel. As soon as you have yes. the opportunity, go yeah. live somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. for a, sure. You know. My cousin lives in Georgia and she's young. She's 24. She's dating a woman at the moment. I mean, mm-hmm. she doesn't identify. I told I told my aunt, I said, she can be fluid. I was like, yeah. it's okay. She can love a person for a person, you right. know? And I, I tell her all the time, I was like, move, Move out of yes. Georgia. You, I mean, she lives in a small town, so she needs to move. I said, move. Yeah, there's anywhere. no chance. I said, you will get a, you will just be able to live your life mm-hmm. and be who you want, and nobody will judge. Not everybody will know you. Everybody knows everybody there. So right, and as soon as you can live your authentic self, you're like, oh man, I don't want to go back. I lived in Massachusetts for like seven years, and when I came back, like very traumatic, very life altering move. I, you know, I made two decisions for myself at that point. And one was to move to Massachusetts and the other one was to move back. 
And so I was hanging out with my gay friends and I was like, I need friends. I don't have anyone. I left all of my friends in Massachusetts, came back, had to make new friends. And I was going to like spoken word poetry nights and going to hang out with gay meetups and stuff. Well, apparently one day my Nana, uh, this is my mom's mom, asks my mom, hey, uh, does Katie seem a little gayer to you? <laughs> like, what? I'm gay. You're like what? <laughs> There's not levels. What do you mean? <laughs> like no, this is what I do. You guys just haven't. She does seen have flannel me. on. I know, <laughs> almost always. <laughs> so my nana needs new curtains. And last winter, I'm like nana, like these curtains have got to go. They're ridiculous. Like I will go. I don't even care. I'll pay for them. I will go get you new curtains. And without missing a beat, she just drays up, drops out. Then they'll just be flannel. <laughs> Fuck. God damn you. Like, not does not miss a beat. Nope. Can't have you buying my plaid curtains. That's awesome. No. Nano. That's hilarious. Yeah. Does Katie seem gayer to you? Like, you guys just are trying to babysit me now like I'm 15 again. I've lived a whole human life over there in Massachusetts. Does she need to come say a Should we pause? song? Do we need to pause or are we good? Okay. So what else do we want to talk about? When are all the stores going to get their toilet paper back? Yeah, but when are all the stores going to get their toilet paper back? <laughs> Other countries should just start hoarding it from us. Be like, yeah, how you like it, motherfuckers? <laughs> For real. you screwed. But just today, the Bay Area announced a self-quarantine, or not even a self-quarantine. They said, city. yep. It's like Alameda, Santa Clara. I saw that. There's like six or seven counties. This is what we've dreamed of. Like for someone to say, stay home. Stay home. Don't go anywhere. You are not allowed to. Mm -hmm. I'm off work for a month. What? Month. Work from home until April 14th. Holy cow. Perfect. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I know. Just please, I wish they would tell me, don't come to work for a whole month. Yes, but. I was looking at flights yesterday and now they're saying nobody's allowed to fly. I'm like, no, I could go to Massachusetts for $120 round trip. I could go to Hawaii for 200. I can go to Seattle for $28. I know. I was supposed to be in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. And we had a spring break trip to Seattle. Oh, that would have been fun, but not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. A train. We were going to ride the train. Oh yeah. You would have got all the diseases. <laughs> Or train, giving it hotel, to them. Seattle, mm-hmm. like yeah, all the worst, all, all the worst <laughs> kids. Just go swing by Korea on your way back. <laughs> God, one of my friend's mom is supposed to be in Italy right now, and her mm. friends were there, and I think they just narrowly made it back. But like, nope, not worth it. I, I'm fine. I think they should shut everybody down for 14 days, and I think we'd be getting under mm. control, and we'd be good. Well, they're doing it now, finally, so we'll see. But I think that once we actually get the tests, we're going to see that we have way more numbers. Than I think kids know. have it way more than we realize. I think kids have it, and they're just asymptomatic. And like 20 and 30 year old women, they're not showing signs, and but very few people are actually testing those who don't have symptoms. So right, or even there's a lot of people that sick. That's just like, oh, I'm just feeling bad, right? Like, and just making it through it. Yes, and the beginning stages are the same as like if you wake mm-hmm. up and you slept under a fan, right? Like your throat's a little dry yep. and your eyes hurt, and you maybe have a slight fever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think once you start coughing, you're just it's over. Done. <laughs> it's all downhill, <laughs> and and there's no more ventilators left. 
lovely. Well, there's a lot left. We're flattening the curve as we speak. No, I think we're going to see that everyone already has it. And we're going to be like, well, shit. Mm -hmm. All right. On to happier news. So you live here. You're a big gay family. Your family comes to visit you every once in a while. A couple times a year. Yes. All in different outings because your mom's in Indiana. Dad's in Atlanta. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. They, my dad, my stepmom, and my aunt, my dad's sister, they mm. they all came the last time together. They they try to come for Lennon's birthday every year. So oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really sweet. Last year we took her to Vegas for her birthday. <laughs> she she we asked her what she wanted for her birthday, and she said um, she wants to see Michael Jackson. She wants so to we see took Cher. her Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael so we had Jackson. to take her to the Michael Jackson show. So that's what she got for her sixth that birthday. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's a trooper. She yeah. loves she loves to kids par- kind of party all together, says. right? Mm-hmm. Kids make whatever was. Bad. No, I wouldn't say a relationship. You know, a lot of people yeah, yeah. are like, let's try. Don't save it. Don't yeah. save it. No, no, no. That kid is <laughs> not going to save your relationship. relationship. No. Oh, no. It's just going it to prolong does, the agony. Yeah. But it does bring families together. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, like, for me and her mom, we had a, you know, a decent relationship before. But then after Lennon, like, whatever differences we had, you put those to the side. Yeah. Right. It's like you start doing everything for the child. So even. Even folks that may have been a little bit like, oh, this relationship, right? You've only been together for 10 years. There's still hope that it's a phase. It's just a phase. It's just a phase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was like 10 years. But right before Lennon was born, my mom's like, this guy came into the office and he saw your picture. And he's like, oh, who's that? And I said, wait, what picture? And she's like, 1997 senior portrait. portrait. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like right before I cut all my hair off and I was actually wearing a dress because it was prom and you know whatnot. But I was like, what? I was like, there's not hope. Are you crazy? You know, I've been married for 10 years, you know, but it's just like, seriously. So messed up. Yeah. Not appropriate. Mothers out there, not appropriate. It's not a phase. No. I have friends being like, oh, she's gay, but she's so cute. I know. You always see these really butch lesbians Mm -hmm. and you go back and you visit their parents' house and the pictures that are on the wall are them when they had that long hair and the Mm -hmm. duty roll. In high school, (laughs) yeah, before they knew, before they met another gay soul. Yeah, they're so standing like with their hands in their pockets with their thumbs, (laughs) but still have the long hair and the duty roll in the front. (laughs) Yes. So true. That's me. That's you. We got to see that picture. (laughs) He saw your picture from 15 years ago. You could be a deceased child and that she's still mourning. Oh, no. And she doesn't have a single current picture of you. I think she's making it up. I think she does now. But she was just like, uh, yeah, I don't think she was. It was honest. She tends to stretch it. What? Don't talk bad about your mom. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Look, she's protecting her. Yeah, that's all family. Yeah. yeah, don't talk bad about your mom. Okay, I'm not. That's a major turnoff, everyone. Just starting out a new relationship. Don't talk bad about your mom yeah. because people will not want to date you. That's Just right. Just saying. That's right. Keep it real. Person, don't lie. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be your mom. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about mm-hmm. bad about your mom, you're telling me what you're going to be. And if you're going to talk bad about your mom like that, what are you going to say about me in a few months or whenever you're mad at me? Yep. I don't have nothing bad to say. <laughs> Good. No, I don't believe you do either. All right. You two are super active. You're always going on hikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Lennon's a trooper, I hear. Yes. We're always going somewhere. We we don't like to just sit around and do nothing. And we take advantage of actually living in this beautiful state. Mm-hmm. So I think we're spoiled. A lot of Californians. Super um, spoiled. Beautiful weather. Yeah. Snow. Ocean. Mm-hmm. We're two hours away from anything you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. My dad used to say, like, why are you outside playing? It's a beautiful day. And we're like, yeah, and it was yesterday, and it's going to be tomorrow. What are you talking about? Of course yeah. it's a beautiful day. For the longest time, we called living here our staycation. You know, because we're always like, yeah. we're on staycation all yeah. the time. Well, we have so many good national parks, mm-hmm. state parks, hiking trails, fishing spots, rivers, lakes, desert, ocean. Everything. Yeah. yeah everything. Forests. Forests. Redwoods. Yosemite. Yosemite is my favorite place Yeah, we, like oh, we went there. We moved here in place. March of 14. March of 14, something like that. And we were there in August. That's just before the drought started, too. Well, So we, you didn't even get great California when you got here. No, you got we, we went to brown. Yosemite in August of that year. Like, and, mm-hmm. and it was like, this is beautiful. And people are like, well, you should see when it has water. Yes. You know what I mean? Because there was no waterfalls. There was mm-hmm. no water in like the creeks and stuff and whatnot. But it was still absolutely. That's a place you can't even take pictures mm-hmm. of. Like, Oh, no. You, no. It's magical. Like it does something to your body. It doesn't do you justice. Uh Yeah. Mm -mm. And even just driving into Yosemite, you're like, yep. And your whole body just gets relaxed. You're like, yes. When you go through that tunnel Mm -hmm. and then you come out, it was like, we were like, this is so pretty. And then we went through that tunnel and we came through it was like, oh my God. Like it is beyond you. Like it's like bigger than Mm -hmm. anything that you can imagine. Mm -hmm. It's just so majestic. Mm -hmm. For sure. Awesome. Favorite it's, place. Oh, my favorite place. I love oh, I love it. I try and go at least once a year. It's so hard to get a camping spot. Just watch. No, no, no. If you guys can go on a weekend, or I mean, I guess whenever, if you just watch on a daily basis, people will cancel. And so last summer, we got a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. It just was at three different places. But <laughs> so what? right. It was like we go pitch a tent and I booked them on Thursday and there was just enough cancellations and I was watching. And so we went on a weekend in July, it was like crowded. And there are people from different Asian countries, Mm -hmm. people from Canada, people from New York. They had booked this months in advance because that's how you can get Mm -hmm. a campsite reservation in Yosemite or you just live three hours away and you watch the the campsites. Yeah, that's what happened a couple years ago when we we were at Tuolumne Meadows, Mm, right? And the fires were going on. Oh, so you've seen people yes. just walking around with washcloths on their mm-hmm. face, and you're thinking, "What in the hell are you doing here?" But yeah. they had planned it. Like yep. they were from other countries mm-hmm. that had this was like a lifetime vacation that they had planned. Yes. That's why they were still there. And you can't cancel it. The forest fires, they spread in a day or two. Oh, yeah. They don't know. They're already on their way. They might already be in the park. A few years ago, I forget what year, but I was doing a road trip. We did the Highway 1 south Mm -hmm. along the coast from San Francisco all the way to L.A. and San Diego. And then we went over through um, Death Valley and then we went up the backside to Yosemite and we went over to Mono Lake and we were there for about two hours. And we had seen a little bit of smoke in the morning and we're like, "Uh, what is this? Like somebody better come fight this. And so there were already helicopters working on it. And we go to Mono Lake for two hours. And as we're coming out of Mono Lake, the entire sky is bright orange and you can see smoke. And now there's dozens of fire trucks there. And we were trying to go through Yosemite and they had shut off the eastern entrance to Yosemite. They would not let anybody in. Somebody had just gone out to get gas. He's like, my entire family is in there. There's You're not keeping me out. And he's like, people are ready to fight them. They're like, no, no, no. My family is there. This German guy, my family's in there. And I'm out here, absolutely not. Yeah. Are you losing me? Could you but, imagine? Yeah. No. It was crazy because you could smell it when we were up there. And it was like, and then like the camp uh, rangers were like, come, you know, come to our fire 
night story or whatever. And they were telling us like, you know, okay, we'll let you know if we have to evacuate. And I'm like, I can smell this like way up here. Right. Like, like it smells like everybody's burning everything. It's here. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm, we're leaving tomorrow. I'm super scared. Like mm-hmm. we can't get trapped up here. We will die. Right, right. <laughs> And there's only the one road. Right. Two lanes. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's, you're not getting anywhere yeah, fast. It was scary. But coming down, it was just like more and more you come down, it was just like, look how thick this smoke is yeah. getting. Like, it yeah. was crazy. You know, we've never experienced anything like that. We survived tornadoes, not wildfires. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, people ask us all the time. They're like, why do you live somewhere with earthquakes? Like, well, I mean, we don't feel them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there's just that time in 89. I know our friend Regina from Alabama, she's always like, did y'all feel that one? I'm like, I didn't even know we had an earthquake. No, yeah. what are you talking about? Well, because we have tons every single day. They're just tiny and you don't so realize. So see what you're saying mm-hmm. right there? That's what I was saying about tornadoes. Okay. Like, you were like, uh, you didn't know it was coming? <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. Like, it's just a thing. We Here, we get like the barely a formation of what starts to look like a funnel cloud and people right, yeah. lose their oh, mind. Yeah. Yeah. My patio furniture flipped over is a tornado F3. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> My lawn chair tipped over. I know, it cracks me up. I'm like, these people can't drive in the rain. They're no. like freaking out. It's just Snow. No. It's just too funny. No, I don't yeah. even know that we know what rain looks like. Right. Compared, compared to uh-uh. the South. Uh-uh. Well, it rains like it's all, it rains almost every day. It seems like, and you know, we go to the lake and it's like, you'll be just out there in the skies, beautiful blue. And all of a sudden there's just like monsoon of, tor- of thunder and lightning and like rain. And summer. we're like trying to find a place to yeah, hide. All spring it's tornadoes. Yeah. Like you're just like, okay, another tornado. Let's yeah. go hide. That's how we thirty minutes. That's how we have like our forest fires every summer. Right. We have like winter, spring, summer. Now, do we even have winter? We have like spring, fall, and fire. Yeah. Seasons. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I have loved talking to you. This has been fantastic, and I want to have you on again. Okay. You want? (laughs) Do you have any life lessons for like a new couple out there or a couple trying to have a child or raise a child or who's just wants to have a bitchin' haircut? <laughs> well, I've struggled finding someone to cut my hair, um, you know, <laughs> but I think, you know, we've been together for almost 17 years and it's not easy, but you just do it. And you, if you love somebody like I love her, then you deal with the bad. If the bones are good, the rest <laughs> don't matter. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Love you it. have to have a good foundation. For sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like it was the first week you met, you know, for anything. But mm-hmm. you can always make that spark up here. And I've enjoyed the journey and I'm, I'm going to stay on this journey for as long as it lasts. You're just starting. You two are it's two young spring chicks. You got years left. Seriously. I do think a lot of people have asked us about children mm-hmm. and it is discouraging to a lot of people because we did years mm-hmm. of different tactics and different fresh sperm, frozen sperm, yeah. all different things. And I think we've come in contact with a lot of people that's going through the same thing. Yeah. And I think you just have to be patient and not get discouraged. And it's a lot of money, though. Yeah. That's the thing. It is costly. We actually, I was Well, they to, didn't pay, help, pay, help pay for it when we live in Alabama. I think some insurances will help pay for things Yeah, we now. actually use student loan. I was getting, right, I was using student loan yeah. to go to college, but I was getting the max amount. Yeah. So we could, I could go to college and everything extra we That's were paying smart. to try to get. It wasn't smart. No. Actually, <laughs> 
That's well, it's awesome. better than a different kind of loan. <laughs> we had a lot of money owed at the end of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that it'll happen, mm-hmm. right? It'll eventually happen. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot harder. <laughs> Vinny? <laughs> no, I think that your story is awesome. I think you have a beautiful family. Your house is amazing. Thank you. And it is time consuming from everything that I've heard. I've looked into it for myself just so that I can be prepared. I've been saving money for a long time, but it's like, it is something that not all of us are going to get to have, but I think that you've made a great, (laughs) a great family. And I'm, I'm jealous. I look up to you guys. (laughs) And you're also cute too. You're a good-looking we family. I had uh, at least another one. Yeah. To keep her occupied. Nikki said you can adopt. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. And but she's the one who's the stay-at-home mom now. I know. Let's get her back in here, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki. We need can a five-year-old stat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think having a single child. Uh, only child is a is a lot more difficult mm-hmm. um, because we have to be the play partners always always yeah like we are the entertainment and that ain't no joke nikki just got back from checking on Vinny. so nikki the question is when are you adopting the next one hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm counting down until she turns 18 yeah. <laughs> 11 years we got this we could get yeah. this together when can they stay home alone so we can go on dates? Uh, 14, 13, 12? <laughs> oh, yeah. Know. We're getting her a phone. <laughs> Just FaceTime us. Yep. <laughs> and then you can mute her. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for having room. us. Of course. There's, uh, when you reached out to me and you are like, how about our story? I put on Instagram, like, who wants to be my next story? And Nikki wrote to me. I'm like, Hell yes! I was like, jackpot! I could not have asked for someone better. This is Jennifer awesome. always says we're boring. She's like, we're who super wants to listen boring. to us? We have a boring story. No, listen, you guys have the life that little lesbians want to have. And this is fantastic. Well, thank you. No, you're interesting. And you do fun <laughs> things. And Yosemite is your favorite place. Oh, yeah. Favorite. But we're not super interesting. Like, I, I think feel like we're, we're interesting. We're super normal. We're not normal. Isn't that what's interesting? Maybe. Maybe. What is normal? Conservative. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there, everyone. And we will catch you next time on Out to Adult. We've laughed. We've cried. We've given our advice. We've given advice. Now go forth and live with pride. Yeah, live with pride. Ow, to a dog.